Hey there, community, and welcome to the Providence Podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and I'm so glad you're here. At Godspace, we have all kinds of ways to stay connected, from small groups to book discussions to ways to pray together. I hope you feel at home and comfortable and that you find your place here in community. I just want to say also how much I appreciate feedback from you all, all of you who email and post on our Facebook page and Instagram. Thanks for being in the conversation and for sharing your thoughts and reflections too. And now we'll do some more reflecting together on this Sunday's readings. We'll begin with our scripture and go from there. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the tower of Siloam fell on them. Do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. Once there was a person who had a fig tree planted in their yard. And when they came in search of fruit, they found none. They said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? The gardener said in reply, Leave it for this year also and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. Why is there suffering? Who or what causes violence, tragedy, heartache. This Sunday's Gospel brings the mystery of suffering front and center and directs us to grapple with it. The why of suffering is likely something we all have considered at one point or another or at multiple times in our lives. I kind of think that we all have to figure out what suffering means Coming to some kind of understanding about why God allows suffering is one of the great spiritual tasks that we each have to do. And as we seek to understand it, we can grow closer to God. So that said, I certainly can't resolve the mystery of human suffering. I will, though, go out on a limb 
and offer some thoughts that have been kicking around in my head. Maybe they'll resonate for you too. So in this story from the Gospel of Luke, which by the way, I'm taking from cycle C of the readings for the third Sunday in Lent, there are also there's another option that you might hear in church. So if you hear a different reading than what I'm talking about, that's why. So in this story from the Gospel of Luke, Jesus is responding to some news about Pilate's violent, brutal action against some Galileans. He says, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. Jesus assures the people and us that suffering is not a punishment for sin. Why do people need this reassurance? Well, I think it's because as people wrestle with the mystery of suffering, we tend to look for a reason or a cause. If bad things happen because of people's sins, then they brought it on themselves, right? There's almost a comfort in holding a person accountable for their suffering. There's an element of control in an unpredictable world, isn't there? If God punishes bad behavior, I can say, if I follow the rules, I can avoid suffering. Bad things will not happen if I am good. But what about when bad things do happen to you or someone you know and love? Do you blame yourself? Do you blame God? I mean, I would love to have control over the chaos of life, believe me. But by now, I know that's not how it works. Tragedy strikes good people and families. Each of us endures hardships of some kind. Also, the reward and punishment God seems mean. And God's not mean. The God I know is love and freedom, mercy and presence, not punishment. God's not mean, but sometimes people are. What I've come to understand about suffering is that much of it is the result of human meanness, not God's. I think of the people of Ukraine, as we all are right now, who are suffering so deeply from aggression, aggression they did not bring on themselves. Some are fighting, others have been forced to flee to safety, and they're scattered and far from their homes and their families. Why are innocent people suffering? Certainly not because of their sin. It's more the result of human evil caused by those who rather than working to heal their own brokenness, have projected it onto others. What about natural disasters, which some label acts of God? I don't actually think these are God's acts or punishments either. As natural disasters get more violent and frequent, it's clear they're the result of human irresponsibility with our earth, a collective sin. 
God's not mean, but we've done some pretty mean things to our planet. Consequently, we all suffer. And sometimes misfortunes are not the result of a human action. They just happen. There's no cause and effect. There's no apparent reason. And so I don't know why. A side effect of suffering is that it shows me my vulnerability. And the more a tragedy seems to have no cause, the more vulnerable I feel. No cause equals no control, right? And that might not feel good. But the truth is that I am vulnerable. I don't have control over my life. I'm fragile and even weak sometimes. And that's why I need God. I'm not self-sufficient. And that's why I need other people. The season of Lent confronts us with our frailty, our sin, and our suffering as we move closer to the cross over these days. It invites us to wrestle with the question of evil and suffering as we watch Jesus suffer. And I don't think it's a bad thing to reflect on the, these realities from time to time. As we struggle with one thing or another, life invites these reflections too. And Lent reminds us to ponder on it all with God through the lens of our faith. As I grapple, I notice a couple of invitations. The first one is, God always seeks to draw close to me and you, particularly in our struggles. God is close to the brokenhearted. God wants us to trust in God's love and presence. That doesn't mean God causes our suffering to manipulate us to change or to teach us a lesson, but that God is with us, deeply present in all the circumstances of our lives. Also, an invitation I hear is God's call to me, and maybe us, to move against evil with some actions beyond sending thoughts and prayers. Sometimes there's no obvious action to take to fix a situation, and so we hold it in people, in love and prayer. But sometimes we can act to directly impact a situation or to work against injustice. So yes, let's pray, but let's also act when we can. In addition, as much as I would like to see those who do mean things get theirs, I also see how any potential for meanness in someone else is also a possibility in me. I need to seek healing for my own pain so I don't project it onto someone else. In our gospel, even though Jesus affirms that the suffering of the Galileans wasn't because of their sins, he invites his listeners to repent anyway. We all have room to grow and change. Not because God will punish us if we don't, but because we want to be better. 
For me as a Christian, Lent is a good time to try and grow. As I reflect on the suffering, broken body of Christ, I reflect on my own brokenness too. And we know the end of the story. Brokenness is real, but it's redeemable. As community, we can bring our woundedness together, owning our incompleteness and drawing near each other. God is present when we come together in our brokenness. God, who has chosen to be vulnerable too, is with us. Therein lies our redemption and our resurrection. Rising is not just an action of an individual. It's something we do together. Sunday's Gospel ends with a parable about the possibility of growing and cultivating new life. So let's do that. Let's pray. Let's work. Let's heal. Let's rise. So let's take some time to continue to reflect all of this and to bring it before God. When you think about suffering, your own or other people's, do you attribute it to a cause? Why do you think people suffer? How do you make meaning from the hard times in your own life? What helps you to make meaning from the hard times? From the perspective of hindsight, what do times of struggle and suffering mean to you now?
Where is God in all of this? Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to connect with God's space and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky. As you enter this week, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you. And may we all take good care of each other. Peace. Peace.